0: Good afternoon or good evening and welcome to the Vanguard for Spike Farrow, Mensch Cohen. I am Matt Wright and together we
1: are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. That is thank. Thank you pharaoh mensch pharaoh mensch pharaoh mensch so guys you may not realize this yet but we're actually we're in the same area right now i don't know why i did it that way (laughs) folks thanks so much for tuning in welcome to the muddied waters of freedom (laughs) we're in front of an actual studio audience of our best friends doing hood rat things with our friends. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And folks, however you're watching this, however you're listening to it, be sure to share it on whatever various platform that you are on. Be sure to follow us and like us or subscribe to us or whatever it's called on whatever you're using. Please do that. Please, whatever it takes to show that you care about us, please show that you care. And of course, if you're following us on YouTube and subscribing, be sure to hit that bell because the last thing we want is for you to miss even a single episode of muddy goodness. Give the gift of muddy waters today. Kids love it.
0: First and foremost, allow me to thank Siesta Cava, who's in the room, uh, <laughs> who's in the room for the cava that I'm drinking today. Uh, made this this morning,
1: and allow me to thank Silver Falls for this delicious purified drinking water that I am drinking. This is from the we got it from the store on the bus. <laughs> thank you so much, Bulavanaka. Bulavanaka. That really is good, actually. <laughs> so
0: we're here in Orlando.
1: We are here in we're, Orlando. We're we here in beautiful downtown. Are we down, uptown? We are here in beautiful we're in Orlando, Orlando, Florida. Somewhere. We're somewhere, somewhere in Orlando. Beautiful somewhere in town in Orlando. We just spoke. I just spoke. Matt spoke briefly. Uh, we spoke uh, at beautiful Lake Eola Park in uh, Orlando, Florida. And uh, Matt had a a, a brief speech as well. I did.
0: Yeah, it was one letter.
1: One letter. What was was that letter? I. It was powerful. Yeah. It was powerful.
0: It was the most powerful I I have ever said. It was the most
1: powerful I I have ever heard. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much. This episode, of course, is brought to you by the Libertarian Party Dad Bod Calendar featuring some of the sexiest Libertarian men (laughs) that have ever been... Sexy and libertarian at the same time, including yours truly, pictured right here. Mr. April, the sweet summer boy, Spike Cohen. Get yours today for only $12, including shipping, or get yours signed by me. Me, Spike Cohen, today for only $30, including shipping at LibertarianDadBod.com. This episode, of course, is also brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the fastest-growing waffle-related caucus in the Libertarian Party or any other party on this planet. Be sure to join the Facebook group Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus today. This episode, of course, is also brought to you by Black Coffee, spelled B-L-V-C-K, because nothing nothing matters anymore. Nothing no just spell things however you want black coffee go to blvckbrews.com to get the most delicious organic cold brewed coffee that has ever been misspelled go to blackbrews.com blvckbrews.com and be sure to use the checkout code mw to get free shipping and of course this episode is brought to you by the jorgensen cohen 2020 campaign joe jorgensen and i are fighting for a world set free in our time, and we hope you join us. And of course, this episode is brought to you by South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster, who is and will always remain, in fact, a bitch. Matt?
0: So right now, roughly, literally, now-ish, ish, ish ish, libertarian candidate for Senate in Arkansas, Ricky Dale Harrington, is in the easiest debate of his life because tom cotton decided not to show up for it so ricky is uh ricky's gonna be able to speak to the people for an hour or an hour and a half straight without tom cotton there
1: on public broadcast television in arkansas that's right i will be there on i keep forgetting if it's the 22nd or 23rd or 23rd and 24th either way i will be there two days uh, campaigning directly with the man himself, Ricky Dale Harrington. Here is a prison chaplain who is running in a two-way race uh, against a very, very unpopular incumbent in uh, very deep red Arkansas. Polls have him anywhere from 39% to the mid-40s, and now he gets to have a one-on-one with the Arkansas voters because Tom Cotton is too scared to show up.
0: Like Henry McMaster, he is a bitch. Oh, let
1: me go back. Say it
0: again. <laughs> like Henry McMaster, he is a bitch. That's correct. Um, so yeah, uh, anybody that's out there, uh, after we are done, we recommend that you go over to, uh, we recommend
1: you find it wherever you would find it. As uh, soon as this is over, As soon as this it. is over. Don't you dare leave this. Yes, you don't want to leave this. Ricky needs your help, but not this moment. Right. <laughs> we need you. We'll get to YouTube view no matter how. You look. we'll get it. Yeah, he'll get it later, and you can like knock on door. Come on out when I'll be there. Uh, the, I know the 23rd is one of the days, and then it's either on the 22nd or 24th. Also, that'll be out there. Come out and join us, but don't leave this show right now, right. Until we're done. Also, next thing here, uh, we had a interesting speaking of very unpopular politicians, Joe Biden, <laughs> huh? There's a singer. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden responds to questions from ABC's John Cooper. Uh, in regards to court packing, there's been a lot of talk, Matt, about whether or not uh, Joe Biden will just stack the court with a bunch of Democrat friendly Supreme Court justices uh, and whether or not he would do that and letting him letting people know whether he will even do that. And Joe Biden, in his typical fashion, answered it with real forthright, Re- really honest answers the way that we always have come to expect from Joe Biden. <laughs> Sir, I've got to ask you about packing the courts and I know that sure. you said yesterday you aren't going to answer the question until after the election, uh, but this is the number one thing that I've been asked about from viewers uh, in the past couple of days. Well,
0: you've been asked by the viewers who are probably Republicans who don't want me continuing to talk about what they're doing to the court right now. Well, sir, don't the voters deserve to know? No, they don't. Standing? I'm not going to play this game. <laughs> he wow. loves to talk about and I've, I've already said something on on packet court. Pack. He loved that to be the discussion instead of what he's doing now he's about to he's about to make a pick in the middle of an election first time it's ever been done so a couple of things there first uh when he's asked whether or not the viewer or whether or not the voters have a right whether they deserve to know he said no he said no they don't they don't deserve and then on a lesser note he is kind of moving the goalposts a little bit from an earlier statement he made in this uh campaign where he said uh that never before has it been done that a politician has nominated somebody for the Supreme court in an election year. Now he's saying while the election is going on a big portion of that is before this, there was no early voting.
1: Well, yeah. And so that is kind of the difference because usually you wouldn't choose it on election day. Now we do have that statement that Joe Biden made uh, earlier that he alluded to about packing the courts.
0: And I had a nurse at, at, uh, nurses at, uh, Walter Reed hospital who would bend down and whisper in my ear and wow. go home and get me pillows. They would make sure they'd actually probably nothing ever taught in uh, you can't do it in the COVID time, but oh. they'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me oh. move to get, get me moving. Oh.
1: So we are, <laughs> we do have that to go by.
0: Yeah, we do have that to go by and Joe Biden ha- had a hell of a day. Hell of a day today, as well with uh, his son Hunter, uh, apparently never picking up his MacBook from the shop that he had it fixed at two years ago. And uh, as one as one does, and we did not have time to prep for this, and we wish we did. But there is a picture that is circulating the internet with Hunter. I'm going to simulate it, (laughs) swaddling swaddled in his blankets with his crack pipe. So
1: if you picture this is the crack pipe, he's like this, right? And he's It's
0: it's much how I sleep with my vape at night.
1: Like this? Yeah. But if you picture he's like spooning around the crack pipe. Around the crack pipe. That's largely what it was like.
0: Yeah, so uh, Joe Biden not having the greatest week. And in fact, Mitt Romney yesterday uh, posted, well, first let's... Let's talk about Mitt Romney. Let's talk about Mitt Romney. But let's remember what Joe Biden called Mitt Romney yesterday. You may remember I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon, uh, the, the governor. Okay, and I took him on. Anybody, no one's face to be questioned. The,
1: the senator, senator who is a Mormon. Who is a, the governor. The governor. I took now him these on. are all fake things that he. I mean, these are all <laughs> true things he said. Right. He, he, Mitt Romney was the governor of Massachusetts. That's right. He uh, has been a senator. He is the senator. He of is of Utah, the senator of Utah. And he is Mormon. And he is a Mormon. He also has a name. Um, and so it's Mitt Romney. Mitt, it is Mitt Romney. It is Mitt um, Romney. So that's a very interesting thing. And so Mitt Romney responded to this. Uh, well, no, he didn't oh. respond to that. Uh, oh. Mitt
0: Romney wanted to weigh in on the election. Um, he wanted to weigh in on the election in a typical Mitt Romney way. Uh, and he came out with a blistering post writing the current political state, which says, I have stayed quiet with the approach of the new election, but I'm troubled by our politics as it has moved away from spirited debate to a vile, vituperative, which I didn't, I had to look that up. Vituperative. Vituperative, hate filled morass uh, that is unbecoming of any free nation, let alone the birthplace of modern democracy. The president calls the Democratic VP candidate a monster. He repeatedly labels the Speaker of the House crazy. He calls for the Justice Department to put the prior president in jail. He attacks the governor of Michigan on the very day a plot is discovered to kidnap her. Democrats launch blistering attacks of their own, though their presidential nominee refuses to stoop as low as others. Pelosi tears up the State of the Union speech on national television. Keith Olbermann calls the president a terrorist. Media on the left and right amplify all of it. And then he goes on. He goes
1: on to say that vituperative, in fact, means bitter and abusive. Used in a sentence. The criticism soon turned into a vituperative attack.
0: It's almost like he Googled bitter. And he
1: said he didn't want bitter he wanted he,
0: he wanted to send he
1: wanted to take it Mitt Romney is out in these streets talking about vitupertosity and it needs to end and it needs to end it needs to end folks this is what we have come now uh, Of course, Joe Biden did have something to say uh, about the uh, about the vituperative attacks that are happening right now and I had a nurse at, at uh, nurses
0: at uh, Walter Reed Hospital who had bend down and whisper in my ear wow. and go home and get me pillows. They oh, would Trump. make sure they'd actually, probably nothing ever taught in, uh, you can't do it in the COVID time, but Definitely can't. they'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to get, get me moving.
1: <laughs> There's nothing less pituperative than breathing in someone's nostrils. <laughs> um, so.
0: Now, now what? <laughs> I'm not a fan of Trump. Anybody who's watched this program over no, the last four years. are definitely not fans right, of Trump. definitely not fans of Trump.
1: I'm technically running against Trump. Technically. Technically.
0: Well, technically against Pence.
1: We are technically running That's against bad. Trump.
0: Right. Um, but what, <laughs> what Romney's hitting, his, uh, hitting Trump on for his rebukes of Kamala Harris. I would call her a monster. She tried. To, she had people
1: murdered. I mean, I've called her a attempted murderer.
0: Right, like a monster seems to fit. I
1: like, may have called her a monster. I know I've called both her and Pence sociopaths. Right. I'm sure I've called them monsters at some point.
0: Nancy Pelosi. I've called her crazy numerous times. I'm pretty certain most people have. Other people have just said alcoholic, but.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and argue that the problem isn't that the political discourse has gotten too vituperative, if you will. (laughs) Uh, I would like to say I think instead that it probably has to do more with the fact that the government is robbing people to pay for their own subjugation and throwing millions of people in cages for victimless crimes and imposing a pandemic upon them by not allowing medical professionals to test for a highly virulent pathogen for nearly two months, and then trying to blame us for the fact that it spread so wildly and then tried to lock down all of us and cause massive human suffering, not to mention the worst recession of our times, and then gave trillions of dollars away to billionaire cronies, which is why during said recession uh, we are also facing uh, record stock prices, a literal two-tiered economy where the rich get richer and the poor get poorer in uh, record time. But what do I know?
0: And what I was going to say is maybe it's not the rhetoric that we have a problem with, but the people who are in charge. And if we change the people who are in charge, we won't get the rhetoric.
1: Are you saying that if we voted for Joe Jorgensen and Spike Cohen, that sure. we might actually get better outcomes? That is, uh, I was alluding to that.
0: I was alluding to that. Oh, were you going to be more subtle about it? I was going to be more subtle um... about it. I wasn't going to just cram it down your,
1: their throat. But Folks, if you vote for Joe Jorgensen <laughs> and me, things will get better. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you. Um, I, yeah, really we have a live studio yeah. audience that didn't applaud that. Yeah. Folks, if you it's vote funny. for Joe Jorgensen, and clap me. For that, you stupid <laughs> bastards. <laughs> speaking of which. Who, speaking of which, Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett. Is a tough judge to read, Matt, uh, even as she's going through the gauntlet of the confirmation hearing uh, where Democrats are attacking her on her stances on the uh, Affordable Care Act and her religion instead of what they should be focusing on, which is her religion. No, wait. no.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I did not finish that sentence when I was doing these focusing notes.
1: on which is whether or not she has written on a sheet of paper in front of her.
0: Right. That's true. Um, they should be focusing. She, she, didn't.
1: she didn't, by the way.
0: Uh, she's questionable on civil rights of those who have been abused by the justice system. Yes. Uh, that is the biggest issue that I've been able to find with her. Uh, she's always, she has said multiple times during this hearing that, you know, she's not going to let her religion get in the way of her rulings and she hasn't made any deals with Donald Trump to make sure that he wins this election or anything like that. But we went, I went through a lot of her rulings over the last few years. I
1: believe that. Yeah.
0: Um, and I'm not going to say that she's bad on the civil rights of those who have been abused by the justice system, but I'm not going to say she's good. And there doesn't seem to be any one way that she sways. So a couple of cases for Do you. Do you have
1: instances of you examples know, of
0: that? I happen to have a lot of that them. That is fantastic. I know. I'm, ve- <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I'm very... It's so weird having you right here. <laughs> 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 um, in a 2019 opinion... Uh, she concluded that the DEA agents violated the Fourth Amendment when they searched a suspect's apartment based on the consent, consent of a woman, woman who answered the door but did not live there.
1: That's so So they came, that's, they said, hey, can
0: we come in? And she said yes. Yeah.
1: And then she left. And then she left because she, <laughs> she didn't live together. My house, come on in. <laughs> and she felt
0: that they violated that. So, all
1: right. No like good. It. Yeah, no, that's good. In
0: 2018, she concluded that an anonymous tip did not provide reasonable suspicion for police to stop a car in which they found a man with a felony record who illegally possessed a gun.
1: That's also good.
0: Right. She said a methamphetamine dealer should not have received extra time because of prior convictions under a state truancy law.
1: Wait, they gave her more time because they didn't go to school or something? Uh, Or their kids didn't? Their kids didn't. Ah.
0: Yeah. Um... She stated that a judge should not have imposed a four-level enhancement for possessing a gun in connection with a drug offense without citing any evidence of that connection. Okay. Right?
1: Okay.
0: Uh, she argued that a gun trafficker named Dandre Moody should not have received an enhancement for supplying firearms to people who were not allowed to possess them because he had no way of knowing that they weren't allowed to possess them. Okay. Right? Um She sided with a 2019 appeal by a man who was convicted of failing to register as a sex offender, even though the requirement had expired.
1: Okay. Uh, These are all good so far. So
0: far, yeah, don't worry, we're getting there. Oh, no. And <laughs> in 2019 case involving a drug offender who was sentenced by a judge, uh He said, should have recused himself because the improper ex parte communications with federal prosecutors in other cases. Okay. Um, I meant to have Chris Reynolds, personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, explain that to me. Oh gosh, this This
1: episode is also brought to you by (laughs) our friend, personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. If you find yourself personally injured in the Tampa Bay area of Florida... I have fantastic news for you if you go to Chrisreynoldslaw.com you can get the help that you need for your personal injury in fact, there's a good chance if you find yourself personally injured that you won't even have to look for Chris Reynolds he will you will see the smiling that face. smiling face he will find you
0: which is funny because he always says he hates that picture but just it's to, on
1: everything Just
0: today I saw an ad from personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds attorney at law on Instagram with
1: that face he hates the picture so much it's on everything don't listen to him (laughs) don't listen to him about the picture but anything else you can listen to him this smiling face will protect you well he won't protect you but he'll get money for you which is a type of protection
0: right (laughs) he's actually the one who came up with your nickname this week Pharaoh Mench yeah well he told me about Pharaoh Monk Pharaoh Monk
1: and then you and then I made the connection and then Sarah told you Mench
0: well
1: yeah that's fantastic. Because <laughs> she called me one. Because she's Jewish. Right. Right. Um, so, <laughs> okay, so these are all good so far.
0: <clears throat> um, in 2018, she said uh, the government should have helped a prisoner obtain pro bono legal assistance. Now, in contrast. no, oh, no. In contrast, a two, another 2018 case... Barrett joined the other two judges on a Seventh Circuit panel in rejecting the Fourth Amendment claims of three men who had been convicted of viewing and possessing child pornography after they were identified as users of the dark website playpen. I don't want to come off like I'm supporting people who look at child pornography. Yes. However, the warrant that was issued by a federal magistrate judge from Virginia was outside of the district where the FBI made the arrests. Okay. Barrett said we need not decide whether the searches violated the Fourth Amendment, even if they did. She said the, district's, the district court did not err by declining to suppress the evidence because the good faith exemption to the exclusionary rule applies.
1: Right. So, I mean, so – and the question is just did the judge have jurisdiction, but you could also reasonably argue that any other judge would have done so and that this was done in good faith, yeah. which is essentially what she's saying – It also sounds like she's kind of saying this can be decided by a higher court. True. Ish.
0: Ish. Also in uh, 2020, this year, uh, she dissented from a case in which the Seventh Circuit said a man convicted of firearm offenses in 2013 should benefit from a sentencing reform that was included in the First Step Act of
1: 2018. Mm. Well, that's bad.
0: She dissented against the other two members of the three-judge panel uh, that said Indiana courts and a federal district court had erred by rejecting a defendant's claim that prosecutors improperly withheld exculpatory, 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 sound drunk every time I say that. Exonerating. Exonerating evidence. When they tried...
1: Or exoneratory.
0: Sure. (laughs) When they tried tried him for attempted murder. Um, And as she wrote, even though I think the undisclosed evidence of the victim's hypnosis constitutes a Brady violation God. It was neither contrary to nor an unreasonable application of clearly established federal law for the Indiana Court of Appeals to conclude otherwise. So the person uh, the, the, the person said that they knew that he did it under hypnosis.
1: Wait, they're out here uh, 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 questioning people under hypnosis. Yeah. If I were, yeah,
0: if I were deciding the question de novo, which I had to find out what that meant, which meant that if she was the original judge right, to hear right, right. it, uh, if she was the original judge to hear it, that means of new. It, I knew that part, but I wanted to make sure that I got the reference it's Latin. I got that. <laughs> Uh, if I were deciding the question to Novo, I would agree that the majority that the suppressed evidence of hypnosis undermined confidence in the verdict. Well, yeah, because they hypnotized Because it was him, hypnosis. Because
1: he hypnotized the, the police, hypnotized someone, and then said, "You did this," and they said, "I did this." Right. And they went, "Okay, well, you're we're going to use that as evidence." So that would be a quite a de novo decision to make. If right. You
0: will. But because I can't say that the Indiana Court of Appeals decision was so lacking in justification that there was an error well understood and comprehended in existing law beyond any possibility for fair-minded disagreement, I would affirm the district court's denial of Sims' habeas corpus position. He was hypnotized. The accuser was hypnotized. Or the one who fingered him was The one who accused him was hypnotized.
1: <laughs> Wait, who was hypnotized? The accuser. The
0: accuser. The accuser was hypnotized. Why would they hypnotize? Well, they said it under hypnosis.
1: I don't... Why are they hypnotizing defend, uh, victims? Steve did this to you. Steve did this to me. Okay, go get Steve. Okay, go get Steve, right. That's terrible. Can someone get Steve, please?
0: <laughs> this, this is
1: terrible. Hypnosis. Right.
0: Uh, in 2019. so de novo. <laughs> so de novo. So it's definitely not de novo. novo nonsense.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, so. Of new. Of now, new. is it true that in 2019, the Seventh Circuit allowed state prisoners to proceed with a lawsuit alleging that correctional officers had... I don't know, violated the Eighth Amendment's ban on cruel and unusual punishment by gratuitously and maliciously firing shotgun shells in response to a dining hall altercation?
0: That is absolutely true. Wow. Yeah, no, that is absolutely true. That's fantastic. The two judges in the majority, Hamilton and Viano Rovner, concluded that the validity of the prisoner's claim depended on resolving a dispute about what actually happened. Now, Amy Comey, Barrett. Disagreed, saying the guards may have acted with deliberate indifference to inmate safety by firing warning shots into the ceiling of a crowded cafeteria in the wake of the disturbance. But in the context of prison discipline, however, deliberate indifference is not enough. Really? Really. Wow. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So while she does tend, it seems like she tends to lead toward the side of the defendant. Which I like. Mm. Yes. But there have been a few cases where the government may have overstepped their bounds that she has sided with the government wholeheartedly unquestionably. So
1: that first one with the child pornographers, putting aside what the actual or the people who looked at child pornography, putting aside the heinousness of the crime itself, I could see where she actually would say, okay, well, in good faith... I get that. You know, there would be no reason to conclude that another judge wouldn't do this, and we'll leave it to a higher court to decide that. Right. Um, The rest of these are pretty bad. Right. Yeah,
0: the... And most of them, she... And, again, most of them, she was just writing the dissent. So they were things that passed, and she was just on the other side of it. So... The people still won these cases, but she just wrote the dissent.
1: Well, I guess that's a. I mean, that's it's a nice consolation. It
0: is. It's a, then that's a, that's a good way to put that.
1: That's a, okay. It's a consolation. But she could potentially end up writing not dissents, right? That are equally bad at the federal level and can't be under undone because she's in the Supreme Court. Um, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion that she's going to be. Uh, nominated going to be actually appointed because Donald Trump has appointed her has nominated her the Republicans control the Senate cocaine Mitch McConnell will make sure that she oh gets, she's getting not? she's, get, she's going to be in, she's going to get trust. confirmed next I mean week. like literally I mean she didn't they're, they're trumpeting the fact that she didn't write on a sheet of paper which I'm not 100% sure
0: she was showing that she had no agenda and that she showed up with no notes
1: that doesn't I don't have any notes and I have a huge agenda
0: you have... They're right in front
1: of you. Well, not on a sheet. Paper. <laughs> I can see them. Not on paper, though.
0: Well, yeah. She's not using a laptop, either.
1: So, I mean, clearly she's going <laughs> to get appointed, but right. I, I think that, uh, I, you know...
0: And in all fairness, I don't know which one of her handlers said, you know what's going to be a great idea? Grab a white pad of paper and hold it up to show that you have... No notes. No way that'll become a lot of memes. Right, that's not going to turn into anything bad for
1: you. There's no way. Because I did that once. (laughs) And there were some pretty troubling things that were put. That's true. On that. Your team guy on the left. That's not the most troubling. (laughs) Top five, yes. But uh, there was some stuff involving whales. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty bad, so I would have advised her not to hold up a blank sheet of paper. No, that's definitely the not. Meme it world. is not wise. Not, not now. No, no, not now. Maybe in the '80s you could have done that. Not anymore. Right. You can't. Of course, then they go back to the '80s and get the picture and do it to you. But definitely not now. Right. Um, well, good. So you know, here's the thing, and this is where libertarians disagree with republicrats, uh, as they do on many things. I think that a justice should have a very clear showing of looking at the originality of the of the constitution looking at the original attempt from the constitution and time that that can't be directly applied or that there's any kind of room for nuance or interpretation you err on the side of maximizing human liberty so the justices we would look at are justices like jim gray like uh uh andrew napolitano An- anthony andrew andrew it is andrew. andrew, andrew napolitano um who else uh um uh, don willett uh, and 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 people like that who have demonstrated a history of of erring on the side of uh, maximizing human freedom and, and constitutional originalism. Uh, will, some of these I will decisions say that Gorsuch,
0: sound good. Not bad.
1: Gorsuch has not been terrible. He has not been terrible. He has not been terrible. <laughs> uh, but uh, this, there's some troubling stuff here. Um, some good stuff here too. Right. There's a
0: lot of good. Like, and again, that's why I, I, I said at the beginning. I want to make sure that I quote myself correctly. Um, like. Not saying she's bad on it, but not saying not saying she's good on it either. It's tough to say. So if a, if if a landmark case were to come up on qualified immunity, we don't really know how we she's don't gonna, know how she's gonna where she's gonna land.
1: That's not good,
0: right? And that's that's a problem. That is troubling
1: because it really could go either way based on this. Like she could be the one to decide in favor of ending qualified immunity, or she be the, she could be because she's also a big starry deceased person. So right. Like she's very big on precedent. It's, and, and on and on uh, on um, uh, deferring to presumed state power, which is really, really troubling when there are lawsuits making their way to the Supreme Court about these, for example, these lockdowns and setting the precedent of what, whether or not the government can just tell right. everyone to stay home forever. Um, that troubles me a lot, and there's nothing in there that tells me for certain which way she'd go. Which way she's going to go. Uh, and
0: and it, it makes sense that nobody's questioning her on these things because— why would the government question her on whether or not she would go against the government? Like they still want qualified immunity.
1: Yeah. They
0: want to be able to do these lockdowns. So of course they're not going to ask her these questions. Just like with yep. Kavanaugh back in 18,
1: 18. Yeah. 2018. 2018. They focused on like if he drank beer, whether, yeah. Whether and he like, drank, uh, and, and uh, was involved in gang Pulling rape. up, pulling up accusations, which whether he did it or not, Everyone knew that there wasn't any evidence of it, which right. means it was literally he said, she said. So whether you agree with him, whether you believe him, whether you believe them, we leave it up to you to decide that there wasn't evidence of it. So instead of focusing on his actual troubling history of siding in favor of government against of the writing, victims of government. Of writing the Patriot Act. Of writing the Patriot Act. He was the
0: architect for... of the Patriot Act.
1: Instead of focusing on that, they said, did you rape a woman 30 years ago or whatever it was? No, I didn't. Prove it. Well, I can't prove I, it. I, I can't prove a prove negative. Ne- prove a negative. Right. And they made it theater because Republicans and Democrats are interested in two things. Political theater that ultimately amounts to nothing and distracting you from actual issues that actually affect you. And we're seeing that now with Amy Comey Barrett. Right. They're focusing on whether or not her – what is it, the Knights of Columbus or whatever <laughs> –
0: uh, the, the group that she was in yeah the, the, yeah the, the, it's not the knights of columbus but it's the we're going to call it the knights of columbus sure. the knights of columbus what, her group, the, Knights catholic group her, her catholic, her, her catholic and, group
1: whether that means that she's going to you know have declare the pope the king or something like that right like, and, 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 and as
0: dan albright just mentioned in the comments they'd hammer her on white colonization because she has two black adopted kids like No, like those aren't the things you need. That's the stuff that they yeah. 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 You're you're focusing on the wrong – it is intentional. It's intentional because
1: they don't want to talk about real issues because both the Democrats and the Republicans are are knee-deep in the issues that they created, the problems they created from the policies they worked together to pass. Right. That's bad. That's bad. But you know what's good? Not this next thing we're about to talk about. So we have – there is a 2.2 trillion dollar. That was a great segue, right? That was
0: a great segue. I wasn't great sure segue. if I wasn't sure if we were doing the thing above it.
1: We're, we're not going okay. to be okay. I didn't uh, think so. Uh, so there is a 2.2 trillion dollar act, which means it's going to end up being more because that's just the proposal called the Heroes Act part. You,
0: so there was a 2.2 trillion dollar Heroes Act part D. D Uh, which caused Trump to say there wouldn't be a new stimulus bill until after the election. Mm. That was last week.
1: That was last week. That was last week. That was when he tweeted out, Stimulus! Go big or go home.
0: That's right. And then on Friday, he also tweeted out, "COVID COVID relief negotiations are moving along. Go big. And then on Rush Limbaugh that Friday...
1: He said, I would like to see a bigger stimulus package, frankly, than either the Democrats or the Republicans are offering. Fiscal conservative that he is, of course.
0: Right. And I just want to say, so I wrote these notes. I started the notes on the stimulus two weeks ago-ish, yes. whenever we did the presidential debate. Mm-hmm. Um, and in it, I was writing about the HEROES Act, yes. uh, mm-hmm. the $2.2 trillion HEROES Act. Yes. I went out and I found a clip of when we talked about Uh, the stimulus bills, and you had the $3.4 trillion bill by the Democrats and the $1.1 trillion bill by the Republicans. Mm -hmm. And in it, I said, it will probably land somewhere in the middle. And Spike goes, no, it's going to be both of those together. And I pulled that clip because I wanted to rub it in his face. And now you have Donald Trump coming out and saying, we need something bigger than either one have. So kudos to you. Kudos to you. You seem to be correct.
1: I am the one wearing the suit.
0: You are the one wearing the suit. I'm the one wearing the merch.
1: <laughs> that was a slight dig, and none of you got it. Uh, so there is, thankfully, there's a fiscally conservative proposal putting out by put out by the administration that's estimated at a scant <laughs> 1.8 trillion dollars. By the way, that's one that's eighteen hundred million million. No, 1.8 million million. 1.8 million million. million million. Million 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 million.
0: Yep. Uh the new offer proposes 300 billion for cities and states up from 250 billion in the earlier proposal. Okay. We're saving money already, from what the yeah. Democrats want. Yeah, we do.
1: are saving negative fifty billion dollars. That's right, right off the saving.
0: Uh, it maintains a four hundred dollar weekly enhanced unemployment insurance benefit from the previous version, but for a somewhat longer period. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Republicans obviously want it lowered from six hundred a week to four hundred a week, mm-hmm. and now they've convinced them to. I think it's supposed to go out until March.
1: Okay, and their stimulus check includes a thousand dollars per child. Instead of the $500 per child provided in the the CARES Act. So your child is now worth double. That's right. What your child was worth earlier this summer um, or back in March.
0: I'm looking at Superfan over there. (laughs) Very very excited times to Double your child's value. Now, this has caused a lot of Republicans in the Senate to – hang on a second. That can't be right. No. They don't want to vote for more spending.
1: Now. Now. That's sudden.
0: Senator Lamar Alexander from Tennessee, Mm -hmm. Uh, he chairs the Senate Health Committee, uh, told Meadows and Munchen that there was no appetite within the Senate Republican Conference for a $1.8 trillion bill. Wow. Yes. Suddenly. Marsha Blackburn, Mm -hmm. also from Tennessee, warned that it could be a death knell for the party in November. This will. This will.
1: Not other thing not just this <laughs> just this this is going to be what did it this is
0: yeah the, the 1.8 trillion that's going to be the thing that did it um and senator rick scott from here in florida told meadows and munchin i don't get it skeletor did not skeletor get it. didn't get it skeletor, skeletor did, did not, not get, get it. it that is interesting now mike lee who recently came down with COVID, um he was quoted as saying on a conference call about the proposal my favorite quote about it about anything, really. Uh, this bill makes sex look like church.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, implying that's bad. What? No one? Right. But listen, wait. So, I know
0: how many times Superfan says, "Oh God," during
1: because <laughs> that's what you say at church.
0: Because, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Especially when you're Jewish, right? <laughs> Synagogue. So Mark Meadows, Trump's uh, chief of staff, said after the call, "You will, you all will have to come to my funeral once he. Man, what is with these people? <laughs> once he delivers the news of the call to Trump, because Trump wants to spend big. Yeah, since he's he wants to spend big. A businessman who makes the best deals and is going to save us a lot of money.
0: Right. Uh." <laughs> So, yeah, the Republicans initially came out with a 1.1. What 1... church did you go to? <laughs> Nexium? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> God. Um, the, Re- God. <laughs> the Republicans.
1: <sighs> that one may have been a little. That might have here. been the line. That may have been the line. I, I may have been the line. That may, Hopefully <laughs> no one got that. So the Republicans, as you, as you were saying... Yeah,
0: they uh, came out with a $1.1 trillion bill earlier in the summer, as yes. I talked about. Uh, the Dems offered the massive $3.2 trillion heroes bill mm-hmm. um, that's later been parsed down to the $2.2 trillion heroes bill. And now Trump is saying he wants to go big, and I am willing to side with you that it will probably be more yeah. than the initial 3. So
1: folks, there are two reasons why... You should vote for Joe Jorgensen and me. Number one, because we will fix this mess that the Republicans have created. We will refuse. Joe will refuse to sign off on any bill that increases the debt, even one penny. And the other reason, of course, is that I am right and Matt is wrong. His new name is Matt Wrong. Huh? His new name is Matt Wrong.
0: Uh-huh. I haven't heard that since second grade.
1: <laughs> or Matt left. Huh? <laughs> Thank you. So, these are all terrible things. That all are terrible things. All, all ba- of these things are bad, bad things. All bad news today. All bad news. Now, the good news is... Again, actually, no. It started with Ricky Harrington. It we did start with We started with, Ricky started with good yes. news. We did. The good news today, gang, is that Ricky Dale Harrington could very well be the next... Senator from Arkansas, which not only opens up to the Libertarian Party to being in the freaking Senate, but it also opens up the uh, the opportunity for us to make inroads with whole new communities in the South, the African American community. Because we didn't mention it, but uh, Mr. Harrington is in fact a black man. He is. Uh, it will create a great opportunity for people of all various political spectrums and colors to see that if you want real change and real justice for real people the libertarian party is the party to vote for and uh, we are very excited to help ricky uh we're also another big thing that's going to be happening is uh donald rainwater who is running for governor of indiana is essentially now in a three-way tie with the republican and democrat who are running and he's increasingly receiving endorsements from republican and democrat uh, politicians and pundits in the state of indiana and i will be at the donald rainwater debate watch party Hosted by the Libertarian Party, Indiana, in Indiana, in <laughs> beautiful downtown Indy. In uh, Indy, I will be at the uh, at the Donald Rainwater debate viewing party in Cedar Rapids. Nope. 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 Uh, in beautiful old. Where is, the, um, I'm gonna be in in definitely not on your list. Indiana, it's
0: in Indiana. Beautiful in Indiana. Indiana on
1: the <laughs> twenty twentieth on the t- beautiful in in the Beringers Tavern <laughs> in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. That which would have been my guess. This is the capital. So we're gonna be in Indianapolis, Indiana on the. Of uh, starting at 1800, 1800 Central, 6 o'clock, PM Central, I'm going to be there, it's a debate watch party in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana, and in Beringer's Tavern, it's fantastic news, fantastic so news. also folks, for those who have been wondering how this debate, how this uh, bus tour has been going that I am on, because I am on the bus tour, that's why I'm in beautiful Orlando, i have an incredible video from none other than the amazing dan smot Small 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 dan of goulash media who is also one of the most amazing uh videographers and uh, video editor, beautiful just, man. Just, just, he's look at his hair. Look at his hair. It's beautiful. His, his hair is just a sexy, am, sexy man. I am almost he jealous is, of it. I personally am incredibly excited to even be near his <laughs> presence. And he made this incredible video. Uh, he's been doing one every day, He's doing a daily vlog, video blog, <laughs> <laughs> a vlog of my of my uh, bus tour. Isn't that this-
0: technically what we have? Is this a vlog? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a weekly news vlog.
1: <laughs> this is a vlog. We have a vlog. <laughs> well, this is a shorter vlog. A mini vlog if you will. A vlogette. A vlognet. <laughs> uh I was part of a mini vlog series of vlogging that he is vlogging <laughs> about my bus vlog. Here watch this. Right now, I want you to know that all of you are the foundation upon which the movement for human liberty is built, and the very engine that drives it. You are the power. Can you see that? Oh man. You might cry if you when you watch it. It's a beautiful day for a revolution. That's why
0: we're all here. None of us want to be here. None of us want to be involved in politics. But we know that we don't have our rights and we must stand up against them.
1: The next vice president of these United States, Mr. Jerry Cohen. Who's ready to take back the power? We recognize, we have seen what Republicans and Democrats have done with their exclusive control of every lever of power and government in this country for over 160 years. The reason that we're libertarians is because we know what we get from Republicans and Democrats. We know that the only way for us to live as free as we wish to, is to take the power back. We know that the way for us to live our best lives is to have our power and our freedom and our money back so that we can choose how to live and have those barriers and burdens that they put in place removed so that we can thrive. That's why we're libertarians and that's why we're voting for Joe Jorgensen.
0: Everything that the Republicans say they're gonna do, they don't do, everything the Democrats say they're gonna do, they don't do, they act exactly the same when they get into office.
1: And who here is sick and tired of watching that same militarized police state tell you what weapons you can own to protect yourselves and your communities and your loved ones while they go and buy whatever military equipment they want and stick you with the bill for it. Dog. When we end the wars overseas, bring the troops home and allow the healing to begin, it will be because of you. There are soldiers currently deployed who weren't even born when the war on terror began. There's no reason for us to be defending the rest of the world. It only makes things worse. We've got to come home. I'm Joe Jorgensen, and I approve this message. And folks, of course, who here is sick and tired of being told whether or not you're essential? Whether or not you should be allowed to go outside, whether or not you should be allowed to work or to operate your business, whether or you should be allowed to go to a hospital to get a cancer screening or to get therapy for your addiction or your depression, whether or not you should be able to visit your loved ones or go to your house of worship, whether or not you should be able to live your life and being told to stay inside and given in $1,200 of your own money And then watch trillions of dollars being handed out to multinational, multi-billion dollar corporations. Who's sick and tired of being in the worst recession of our lives while stock prices are at all-time highs? Who here is sick and tired of this disgusting, thieving system? Who here wants to take the power back? The Libertarian Party has been saying for the 49 years that we have existed that these policies would lead to these outcomes. They knew it would happen and they did it anyway because they want you to be scared. They want you to be hopeless. They want you to be anxious. They want you not to know where your next paycheck is going to come from. They want you to be desperate. They want you resentful. They want you to fight each other in the streets and hate each other. They want you to be hopeless and they want your spirit to be broken because if they can make you hopeless and if they can break your spirit, it's that much easier to convince you that all you need to do is just give them the rest of the control. They know that we will destroy the monster that they've created and that is why we're voting for Joe Jorgensen. I'm Spike Cohen and you you are the power. power! thing. All right, one more time. What's that? One more time. You want me to read the whole thing? Sure. Okay. So we just got this from the World Health Organization saying that they don't believe that COVID-19 lockdowns are an effective way of dealing with the pandemic, which is something I've been saying since before the lockdown started. Here is from uh, World Health Organization envoy Dr. David Navarro. We in the world health organization do not advocate lockdowns as the primary means of control of this virus the only time we believe a lockdown is justified is to buy you time temporarily to reorganize regroup rebalance your resources protect your health workers who are exhausted but by and large we'd rather not do it lockdowns just have one consequence that you must never ever belittle on the internet i added that part and that is making poor people an awful lot poorer. Just look at what's happened to the tourism industry in the Caribbean, for example, or in the Pacific, because people aren't taking their holidays. Look what's happening to smallholder farmers all over the world. Look what's happening to poverty levels up. It seems that we may well have a doubling of world poverty by next year. We may may well have at least a doubling of child malnutrition, which kills more people than the virus itself. (laughs) So that's the kind of stuff that happens on the bus tour. And uh, we will be tomorrow, we will be in beautiful Miami, Florida, and we will be doing a rally event starting at 5.30. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we are doing a Salsa with Spike party that starts at 8 p.m. And then, yep. And then uh, it will actually start with a, a free dance lesson uh, with, uh, uh, by uh, world-renowned salsa instructor, Mr. LaQuinn Mims. Come on over here. Quit. Actually come over? Here. Yeah, no, actually come over. Okay, He's doing a salsa lesson right here. It's Mr. Lequin, the guy on far right. <laughs> and and uh, he will be doing that. And then we will be doing a party starting at 8.30. The music starts immediately after uh, Lequin's dance lesson. We will be having a party that goes from 8.30 to 11. So we hope to have you come out tomorrow in beautiful Miami, Florida. And if
0: anybody happens to be at the Joe Jorgensen event on Friday in St. Petersburg, uh, I will be there, and assuming that all goes well, I will be speaking. Oh, Mm. yes, I will be speaking at that event uh, if all goes well. So come on out, and you can uh, hear me rant for three minutes, which is longer than you ever get to hear me rant on this show because, Spike, listen,
1: you got your word. <laughs> Today, you I got did. your word in. I did. You said, Can I get a word in? Yes. You can get, what was it again? I. That's amazing. Yeah. That was really, it hit me here. I felt <laughs> it here uh, when you said it. When you said I, everyone, I felt it resonated. Everyone everyone, everyone felt it resonated with me. Everyone the felt that. It hits different when it comes, when you say I like I. that. Yeah. Say it again. I. It's oh, powerful. Yeah. Powerful stuff. So, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, Matt. Spike, hey, hi, that's not the thing we see yet, so so guys, uh, uh, be, hey, so be sure to tune in uh, sometime later this week, I'm not 100% sure when, I will be doing an episode of my show, my fellow Americans will be doing some fun q and A? I might get a, a special guest, I might get Ricky Harrington, I might get Brad Barron, I might get Donald Rainwater, you don't know, I might get them all, I might get a few people. We might do a panel on what it's like to freaking keep just winning, you know? We might do that. might just be me. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be doing an episode of My Fellow Americans, and tune in next week, don't know when, sometime next week, no clue. for another, not even positive at all, yeah. Not even. we don't even remotely know, but it will be t- next week sometime, Some, on an someday. actual day of that yeah. week, uh, we will be having another episode of The Muddied Waters of Freedom, where Matt Wright, and right here, and I Parse through the week's events with the aplomb and the good cheer and the vis- vituperativeness <laughs> of the sweet summer boys that we are. Are we in autumn now? The autumn cherubs that we are, <laughs> vituperative cherubs of autumn. We bring you fall greetings. So tune in next week for the Muddy Waters of Freedom. Now, Matt, total spitball here. What if I were to go on the Internet and look for the Muddy Waters of Freedom and Muddy Waters Media? Is that even a thing? And if so, how would that even happen? It is, it is actually a thing. And oh, my gosh. I just, first, I just want to say uh,
0: this is our... This is our first first time in person. Yeah, first in person. First episode. time that
1: I can do I can do this.
0: Yeah, that we can, that we can go. Do, past, we can do this. We, yeah, we can we can we can, do we can this pass together. the line. We can pass the line together.
1: <laughs> um, and it's exactly how I thought. It, it is be. it is <laughs> it is a combination of being a fantastic, and I don't know what to do with my face. Right,
0: I'm so used to looking at you when you talk.
1: That feels weird it, looking at you.
0: Right, because I feel like I'm. I should Depriving be looking at them. you. And, and, yeah,
1: and I'm not looking at you. Right. I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to be looking at.
0: I guess super fan.
1: I'm proud
0: Sorry, of... <laughs> oh,
1: I could have looked at Jim. Yeah,
0: right. Oh, why didn't right. I look at Jim? Right. We could, I mean, we could have looked at anybody this in the audience. So I could have looked at Jim. We actually had an audience today that we could have looked
1: at. I did look at Dan a few times.
0: Well, how could you not look at that could, I could look
1: not at look at him. <laughs> I could not look at him. I could not not look at him.
0: That's true. That's true. He is just a gorgeous, gorgeous man. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for us on the internet,
1: <laughs> I thought we already did this. We did. Um,
0: <laughs> if you're looking for us on the internet, uh, if you are one of the old school kind of people who really enjoy hearing the sweet, buttery
1: soulfulness of our Dolce voices, dulcet. Oh, if you want to hear the ASMR esque <clears throat> they become hey folks it's just by going matt all you have to do is it's, go
0: it's to anchor.fm anchor, anchor,
1: anchor, slash muddied waters, waters and and, do you, so so you so like freedom water. do you like freedom we're free and if you can be free if you want if you
0: happen to be on anchor.fm uh, slash muddy, muddy waters, muddied waters. You can hit the message button and leave us messages. You can, you can donate money to us, too. Yeah. You know, if you want to we'll, be free, if you want to really be free. If you, right. If you, re- <laughs> if you really want to be free, donate money. Freedom is not free. If you want to be partially free, you can leave us messages. If you want to be partially, even partially. If
1: you want to have just even a little bit of freedom, you can leave us and, a message. But and if you want to we'll really those messages be free. Freedom is not, not free. Yeah. Some gave all. You could give some. And <laughs> folks, thanks again for tuning in. To the Money Waters of Freedom. And you can find this in every other episode at MoneyWatersPedia.com. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. We will see you next week. And where we're going. We don't need roads. Oh, God. Yeah, that's on your oh, books. <laughs> <laughs>